After 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
I'm not a 
J.M. in the A.M. Yankee Lemmer, the great cousin, uh, does that off of the uh, CD entitled It Is Shabbos. That's brand new cousin Yankee Lemmer here at J.M. in the A.M. That, of course, is the uh, classic Kalbach. Shleimah's yard site, by the way, which is in a couple of months from now, less than a couple of months, is his 20th yard site. And uh, we are starting plans for the tribute that we're going to be doing. It's not going to be on a weekday, so that's going to hurt us a bit, but um, we're going to try to make it as special as possible. And those of you who are Kalbach fans, I think you will find it uh, comprehensive and... Um, a really good presentation. Mir Hashem. Tuesday morning, it's JM in the AM on this September the 23rd, day 28 in the month of Elul. It is the final day of the uh, Elul chauffeur blowing, which is coming up about an hour from now. We will uh, not blow chauffeur tomorrow on Erev Rosh Hashanah, but we will uh, certainly blow chauffeur on Thursday, the very first day of the year, as the obligation kicks in to hear the chauffeur, and we get ready to inaugurate the uh, brand new year of 57 Seven five. You heard the uh, NYBC. Want to thank Yitzi Bold for being here yesterday. That song is called Neshama. It is an amazing selection off the album The Sequel. Simcha Liner had both Hamelech and Pischi Lee. Uh, Eitan Katz with Shomer Yisrael off the Live in Jerusalem CD. And Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Tuesday with 50 degrees. It is pretty chilly out there. Uh, 67% humidity. Winds are calm, Baruch Hashem. Mostly sunny with a high temperature of 72. Then tonight, mostly clear, a low of 57 degrees. And tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high temperature of 75. Yushalayim, Tel Aviv, Haifa, all at 84 degrees. A lot at 95. We're at 50 here in Jersey City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. Uh, plenty coming up all day long on our stream at jmtheam.org, including a Tuesday live lunch happening with ZK starting at uh, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. also want to remind everybody that there is a contest that has been announced already um, by uh, Ellie Hagler. This is um, tied into what's happening today on our stream at jmtheam.org. There is a um, a conversation that Ellie Hagler is going to be having during the OU Jewish Reaction Show with her by Simon Posner, executive director, executive editor rather of OU Press. We'll speak about some of the books that OU Press has out and uh, those that are fitting for the upcoming days as we approach Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. They'll also talk about the compilation of the Rav Schumish and the plan over the next three to four years to release the full set of uh, Chumashim. Um, there are three copies of Safer Bracious um, that are going to be given away uh, during the show. To enter and win the Chumash, you email Eli, E-L-I, at NachumSiegel.com. And uh, make sure to listen on Tuesday between 9 and 10 a.m. Um And uh, you will have a chance uh, to win that chumash. All right, so if you want to be entered into the contest to win, it's Ellie at com. And then next week he's joined by Stephen Weil of the OU to discuss prayer and what we should be doing and thinking while we were while while we are davening uh, during the uh, Aserah Shemay Tshuva and the High Holidays. 
on a Tech Talk with Arya Lightstone coming up at 10 o'clock today is, is an in-depth conversation about protecting intellectual property with Nathan Renoff, associate at the international law firm specializing in IP. And um, that's going to be happening uh, 10 o'clock this morning, right before our live lunch at jmandtheam.org. So that's some of the things that are going on on our stream, and I thank you all for tuning in and uh, being part of it all day long with us at jmandtheam.org. The Nochi Crone Band next at JM in the AM.
The great Chazan Yasela Rosenblatt, Haben Yakir Lee, before that Nochi Krohn Band with Baruch Hashanah, 
that, of course, words from the High Holiday Service that we will be saying uh, starting this Thursday. It's Tuesday morning. It's JM in the AM with 50 degrees, mostly sunny, a high of 72. Short week. We'll be off the air Thursday and Friday for Rosh Hashanah. Back Monday here at JM in the AM. Our uh, web programming continues through Wednesday afternoon. There'll be original programming all the way until 1 o'clock on Erev Rosh Hashanah with a great live lunch done by Yassi Zweig, and then we'll pick things up on the weekend at Tzom Gedalia here at jmintheam.org. Hope you're tuned in. Reminder, Ellie Hagler with the OU Jewish Reaction Show. It's coming up at 9 o'clock. If you want to win the uh, Rubs Chumish, Chumish Bracious, you got to be in it to win it. You email Ellie at NahumSiegel.com, E-L-I at NahumSiegel, N-A-C-H-U-M, S-E-G-A-L dot com. And uh, R.E.A. Lightstone is on at 10 o'clock this morning with Tech Talk on the topic of intellectual property. Should be a very interesting program. Well, according to the New York Times, Israeli forces on Tuesday killed the two men they suspected of abducting and murdering three Israeli teenagers back in June, closing a crucial chapter in what became the bloodiest period of the Israeli-Palestinian conflict in decades. Lieutenant Colonel Peter Lerner of the Israeli military said Marwan Kwasme, 29 years old, and Amer Abu Aisha, 33 years old, came out shooting around 6 a.m. as troops breached a two-story structure in Hebron, where the suspects had been holed up for a week. In that exchange, according to the colonel, one of them was killed on the spot. We have one confirmed kill and the second assumed kill. Because of how he fell back into the void and the grenades that we threw after him, it's very unlikely that he survived. The June 12th disappearance of Naftali Frankel and Gilad Shar, both 16 years old, and Ayal Yifrach, 19 years old, as they hitchhiked home. And the subsequent Israeli crackdown in Hebron and surrounding areas helped set off an escalation of tension and violence that culminated in the seven-week battle between Israel and militants in the Gaza Strip. Israel blamed Hamas, the Islamist movement that dominates Gaza for the kidnappings. Kwasme and Abu Aisha are affiliated with Hamas, though the Israeli authorities believe they acted without direction or perhaps even without the knowledge of the movement's leadership. So um, that I don't even want to talk about how wh- what else the New York Times cites in this article, just to you know do their thing when it comes to uh, you know I guess uh, you know equal measures or whatever. But uh, this is uh, that that is an excerpt of their report of how Israeli forces early today killed the two suspects who were uh, wanted in the killing of the three Jewish teens from June of 2014. Meanwhile, the United States Air Force fired a... Excuse me, the Israeli Air Force fired a Patriot missile at a Syrian fighter plane in Israeli airspace Tuesday morning, downing the aircraft. Israel's air defense system fired a Patriot missile at the plane, which crossed into Israeli airspace from Syria. The pilot and navigator rejected and landed safely in Syrian territory. 
At this time, it's unclear if the incursion was intentional or a navigational error. <clears throat> a senior military official reports the plane was a Sukhoi 24 fighter plane <clears throat> intercepted near Kunetra. The aircraft was about 800 meters in Israeli territory when the Patriot was fired. It was downed within 80 seconds. The officer quoted by Walla News added the plane was heading toward Israel when the decision was made to down it, but it was turning around back toward Syria when it was hit by the Patriot. That came from Yeshiva World News. And finally, in uh, what seems to be the headline everywhere, the United States and five Arab allies launched a wide-ranging air campaign against the Islamic State and at least one other extremist group in Syria for the first time early Tuesday, targeting the group's bases, training camps, and checkpoints in at least four provinces, according to the U.S. military and Syrian activists. The intensity of the attack struck a fierce opening blow against the jihadists of the Islamic State, scattering its forces and damaging the network of facilities it has built in Syria that helped fuel its seizure of a large part of Iraq this year. Separate from the attacks on the Islamic State, the U.S. Central Command said that American forces acting alone took action against a network of seasoned al-Qaeda veterans from the Khorasan group in Syria to disrupt imminent attack planning against the U.S., and Western interests. This, of course, is, as I said, the headline um, around the world, the action taken by the United States, a very significant one on this Tuesday. J.M. and the A.M., it's nine minutes before 7 o'clock. News in Hebrew at the top of the hour coming up. The year closes out tomorrow on, on Erev Rosh Hashanah. Between 6 and 9 a.m. We're not on the air Thursday and Friday. There'll be other programming here at WFMU during this time slot, not of the JM in the AM variety. Here's Cantor Sherwood Goffin.
In the AM, Shema Koleinu, done by Lev Tahar. Words we say in Slichos. Before that, Sherwood Goffin from the uh, Rosh Hashanah Liturgy. Habain Yakir Lee. Off the Mimkomo LP. Tuesday morning at JM in the AM. Good morning, everybody. 50 degrees, mostly sunny. A high temperature of 72. Clear skies tonight, low 57. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy for the final day of the year in a high temperature of 75. Yerushalayim, Tel Aviv, Haifa, all at 84, a lot at 95. We're at 50 here in Jersey City. Pretty chilly out there right now, I must say. Hey, happy birthday to Ranon Mann. Ranon Mann of Teaneck, New Jersey is celebrating a birthday. We say happy birthday from all of us here at JM in the AM. 
news from Israel coming up. We'll check in with uh, our friends at Mayanot Yeshiva High School. They have a, a big Yom Iyun coming up this Sunday on Som Gedalia. We'll talk about that. Rabbi Tights from Elizabeth has taken on or did take on a very interesting challenge, which we will uh, outline for you. We'll talk to him this coming hour as well. And... Um, Starting to pick up some of the information regarding the Cholamoid concerts that are going on. A lot of different things happening over Cholamoid. Some very interesting things, and we'll talk about them as we get closer and closer right here at JM in the AM. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world in the web, jmnam.org. The U.S. and five Arab allies have launched a wide-ranging air campaign against ISIS, the Islamic State, and at least one other extremist group in Syria. Happened today, early Tuesday, for the first time. They've targeted groups' bases, training camps, and checkpoints in at least four provinces, according to the U.S. military. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday follows next. We say Boker Tov from JMNAM. מטוס יחצה את הגבול, אז הוא יופעל, אנחנו העברנו את המסרים האלה בנתיים האחרונות והיום ממש בחברון משתתפים מאות פלסטינים בהלוויות של מרואן קוואסמה ועמר אבו איישה, רוצחי שלושת הנערים שחוסלו הלילה. במקביל, משלחת חמאס הודיעה שתישאר בשיחות ההסדרה בקהיר, למרות חיסול הרוצחים. ובדרום עדיין חוששים מחידוש הירי בימי החג. היום הבאנו בגלי צהל משדר מיוחד של עושים צהריים מכפר עזה, כחלק מיום השידורים המיוחד למען תושבי הדרום. כשאני הולכת בשבילי הקיבוץ בחוסר ביטחון עדיין, אני מאוד חוששת, מאוד פוחדת. אנחנו פה הרבה שנים בסיפור הזה. אני לא מאמין לחמאס, לחמאס הוא מצהיר גם היום שרוצה להרוג אותנו, אז למי להאמין? עלייה קלה בזכאות לבגרות, כתבתנו תמר פלד. על פי נתוני משרד החינוך לשנת הלימודים תשע"ג, נרשמה עלייה של 3.6% בזכאות לבגרות לעומת השנה הקודמת, אותה מייצגים 4,593 תלמידים. סך כל התלמידים הזכאים לבגרות עומד על כ-53% בלבד, אולם זו השנה הראשונה שאחוז הזכאות לבגרות עובר את 50%. במגזר החרדי עלייה של 0.8%, ובמגזרים שאינם יהודים נרשמה עלייה של 3.5%. בג"ץ הורה למדינה לנמק מדוע לא לפנות 15 מבנים במאחז הבלתי חוקי מצפה דני שבבנימין. כתבנו ענבל תמיר. בעקבות עתירות שהגישו עורך הדין עלאם מחאג'נה בשם תושבי הכפר הפלסטיני דיר דיבואן הסמוך למאחז והארגון יש דין, הוציא בג"ץ צו על תנאי המורה למדינה לנמק מדוע לא לפנות את המבנים, וכן צו ביניים שמונע המשך בנייה, אכלוס וחיבור המבנים לתשתיות. ראש הממשלה נתניהו, שר האוצר לפיד ושר התחבורה כץ חתמו הבוקר על ההסכם עם חברת צ'יינה הרבור לבניית הנמל החדש באשדוד. כתבנו אלדר גילרן מוסר שעלות הנמל החדש 
נאמדת בשלושה מיליארד ושלוש מאות מיליון שקלים, והוא צפוי להיפתח בעוד כשש שנים, למרות התנגדות הוועד בנמל הקיים. אנחנו נמצאים כאן כבר אחרי כל השלבים וחתימת החוזה עצמו. אגב, הבטחתי כאן עוד דבר, הוא גם התקיים, שלא יהיה יושב ראש ועד מסוים. אמרתי, הנמל יהיה, היושב ראש לא יהיה. אני והתחזית מחר ערב ראש השנה עלייה נוספת בטמפרטורות. ולסיום נשיא המדינה ראובן ריבלין צפה הבוקר בתרגיל הסתערות של חטיבת גולני וברך את החיילים בשנה טובה. קודקוד צופה כאן נשיא המדינה הבוקר. כאשר אני רואה אתכם אני יודע שלעם ישראל יש על מי לסמוך. אני מברך את כל החיילים בשנה טובה ומבורכת אלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר.
We'll get to that. Hang on. J.M. and the A.M., that's the uh, brand-new one from C.D. Eichler. The um, selection is is called Uchuva. Words, of course, from the uh, High Holiday Liturgy. And uh, Hillel Kapnick does that one uh, from the brand-new C.D. here at J.M. in the A.M. It's called Inscribed. The brand-new C.D. just released over the weekend. It's called Inscribed. C.D. Eichler presents it. A lot of great performers take uh, part in it. Uh, there it is for you at J.M. in the A.M. Before that, Chalshelis Jr. with the Shmakolenu here at J.M. in the A.M. I commend those who went out yesterday, a ma- massive, massive crowd at the um, Metropolitan Opera House for the protest of the death of Klinghoffer. Kalakavot to everybody who was there. There was pretty hefty news coverage. Uh, certainly a very effective rally, a very effective protest and demonstration. I appreciate all the encounters that were put up on Facebook uh, that people had with different members of the media. Always interesting to see uh, different members of the media show their true colors uh, during events like this. You go to events like this and you get the feeling of who's with you and who's not in the media. And there was a lot, a lot of interesting encounters uh, yesterday during the rally. also want to thank the person on Facebook who... Um, <laughs> I saw that there's a group, at least according to them, there's a group of people who are working very hard this week to stay in shape toward the beginning of the week, knowing that the week ends with a three-day untif. <laughs> and they're anticipating a whole bunch of great uh, goodies and delights, as you would suspect, on Thursday, Friday, and Shabbos of this week. So a call a to those who are trying to... Um, to stay in tip-top shape, at least during the first half of the week. 50 degrees, mostly sunny, and a high temperature of 72 uh, the news from Israel, of course, the kidnappers, the killers of Naftali, Ayal, and Gilad have been eliminated by Israeli forces. Uh, that's something that happened early this morning in Hebron. Those who kidnapped and killed Naftali, Ayal, and Gilad have been eliminated by Israeli forces. And, of course, the big headline throughout the entire world is the uh, action by the United States and its allies, five Arab allies, who've launched a wide-ranging air campaign against against ISIS, the Islamic State, and at least one other extremist group in Syria. This happened uh, early Tuesday, targeting the group's bases, training camps, and checkpoints in at least four provinces, according to the United States military. JM in the AM, we continue with plenty more at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, and around the world on the web. JMTheAM.org.
Mishima Amin is, of course, Benny Friedman here at JM in the AM. That's a good song for Elul, by the way, as we get closer and closer to Rosh Hashanah. Uh, well, our good friend Rabbi uh, Eliyahu Taitz uh, of uh, Elizabeth, New Jersey, the Associate Dean at the Jewish Educational Center, and, of course, uh, the entire system of uh, amazing educational institutions, whether it be a JEC, RTMA, Bruria. Uh, uh, Rabbi Tights and his family and the extended JEC family in Elizabeth, New Jersey have been amazing friends of ours here at JM and the AM for over 30 years. And we came across this story and uh, wanted to bring it to your attention. Rabbi Tights is with us live via telephone. He actually took on a challenge to live on food stamps. He um, assigned for himself a $30 weekly meal budget and we'll get details in a moment, to see if he could live the way uh, some other people live. And this is a very important message as we start to uh, even more seriously thank God for what he provides on an annual basis for us and those who are lucky enough to uh, not be hungry around the world. Rabbi Eliyahu Taitz, a good yard to you, and welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you very much, Nachum. Uh, Can I explain a little bit about the challenge? Explain is right. I'd like to know how you came up with this idea. 
Okay, so it wasn't my idea. Um, actually, it started about uh, seven years ago huh. uh, in the, the area with different uh, politicians um, and other communal leaders taking on this idea. The $30 comes from the average amount that a person gets when he's on what is now called SNAP, what used to be called food stamps. And what happened was our federation decided they wanted to have a big push towards this, and they got quite a number of politicians involved, and then they opened it up to Jewish communal leaders as well. And I saw that, and I thought that it would be something that would sensitize me to the needs of, uh, of the needy families in my community. Well, you've already revealed something that I think most people didn't know, and that is that when someone is on food stamps, and many of us, of course, have the impression that, you know, simply the government or we are taking care of them, uh, they're on a very limited budget compared to what I thought. Right. So it's uh, the, the program, as I said, is called SNAP, right. Supplemental Nutrition Aid Program. The idea of the food stamps is that it's not your total food budget, but it's to supplement what you have. And there's a very strict formula. And really, you know, the average allocation is $30. Per week. The challenge was for us to live only on that third right. All right, so drum roll, please. Rabbi Eliyahu Tights, were you able to sustain yourself on a $30 per week budget? Um, for one week, yes. <laughs> I had three cents left over at the end. How did you, how did you even figure out what you should or, I mean, it, it takes a good, it takes a real chachma to figure out what, well, what, what it you took a lot of shopping and checking prices. I went to the store. Yeah, but even in the area where people would, uh, you know, some a lot of people on food stamps live in that area, so that way I was experiencing their food shopping. But even if you get and, relatively inexpensive products, if if you buy wrong, you know, like there's certain products that last a long time, others that would not last for the seven days. Like all that had to have gotten into the calculation. Right. Yes. Uh, but primarily, it was uh, buying enough food so that I wouldn't be hungry the whole time. Right. So there were a lot of starches, rice, noodles. Uh, things like that, bread, uh, for Shabbos, like, there's no way I could afford a challah, so I bought a box of matzahs. Wow. Um, my Shabbos meal consisted of two little scrawny uh, chicken drumsticks and uh, a bowl of rice. Unbelievable. And an apple for dessert. Rabbi Eliyahu Tights is with us. He did this challenge, which, as he described, has been uh, done by others in leadership positions to uh, try to understand what people on food stamps go through. All right, so what lessons did we learn? Uh, after living a week on $30, and uh, based on what you're saying, uh, for a week at least you were able to do it, what did, lessons did you learn from this experience? Um, that anybody who's doing it for more than a week really is in bad shape. Um, you can't get fresh fruits or vegetables because they're just too expensive. Um, another big takeaway for me personally was um, the real reason why I did it was because uh, when it comes to deciding how much people pay for tuition, uh, our Board of Trustees told the committee that makes those decisions that they can only give up to 50% off. Anybody who needs a bigger discount than that has to come to me or my father. So I get the cases of people who are in most desperate need, right. meaning all those on food stamps. Right. And there are quite a few families, I won't say it's a huge number, but a few families in the JEC family that are on food stamps. And for me to decide how much they should pay, I felt that I needed to be in their shoes for a little bit to understand what it means. And I've got a much greater understanding. Your perspective uh, must be completely different than it was. Yeah, totally different. 
Uh, last night I was making a few last decisions, and I saw one of them said food stamps. So I said, yeah, okay, so how much are they actually making if they're getting food stamps? And they're not even getting the average allocation, getting slightly less than that. So that means they're making a little bit more money, but how much more money? Yeah, so and I, and I know I, the formulas, right. I know approximately how much they're making. And obviously they're not just feeding themselves. They have to worry about their kids. So Exactly, right. So it's $30 per person, but even right. so, you know, it's, it's, it's not a lot of money that we're talking. Uh, perhaps uh, another big takeaway for me, and this is something that others in the community can be sensitive to as well, is, you know, the biggest expense of the week, obviously, is Shabbos and Yontif. If we can invite these people to our houses for Shabbos and Yontif, it would save them a tremendous burden. Imagine what one meal could do in terms of denting their, uh, you know, their, their needs. Exactly. But the thing is, a lot of these families feel kind of embarrassed because they can't reciprocate. Right. So I wonder how many of them say no thank you to an invitation because they know they can't reciprocate. So then what do we do for them? So the, the idea I'd like to suggest is that if you want to invite somebody and they say no, or even if you don't want to invite somebody, but you feel for them, calculate how much money you would spend for them on Shabbos and donate that money to a kosher food pantry. Mm. And that way these people will be able to get some extra food for themselves from the pantry. It's, uh, as I said, it's less undignified because the food pantry is never dignified. But this way they don't have to feel embarrassed in front of their friends. They can go there quietly and get what they need and take care of their families that way. Sounds like this project had a profound effect on you. Uh, yeah, it really did. Any interesting student reaction? Any of the young people react in, a, in an interesting manner when they found out you were doing this? Uh, they were fascinated by it. We had a Shabbaton this past Shabbos uh, for the boys, and I spoke about it as part of my uh, my drasha. And, um, you know, in the skit later on, they made jokes about it, but okay, you know. <laughs> right, th- that's, that's expected. They are. But, no, they, they were really, they came over and said, you know, how did you do it? You know, how did you manage? Uh, some of them told me that they read the blog posts that I had put up about it. So some of them were very aware of what I was doing, even though I didn't publicize it. So many so, of us don't know. And I sensitized them also. One last thing, I sensitized them to how many of their friends might not be on food stamps, but how many of their friends can't, their parents can't afford full tuition because you know we're cheap at twenty thousand dollars. Right. You <laughs> stop to think about that. We're cheap at twenty thousand right. dollars. And parents have two, three kids. That's a huge amount of money. And at JEC, about 40% of our families need some sort of assistance. So tell them, look around the room. You know, if, if you see two other people there and yourself, chances are one of the three of you is getting help from the JEC somehow. Right. So it opens up their eyes to how big the need is in the community as well. We don't know what we have, huh? We don't know yeah. what we have. If we're able to put food on the table, we're able to... Uh feed our family, we're able to have whatever we want when it comes to sustenance. We just don't understand what we have. We should thank Hashem, especially at this time of year. Yeah, and no we're question. asking for the coming year. That should be a good year, a healthy year, a happy year. The year of Panasa for everybody. Rabbi Leo Teitz of the Jewish Educational Center in Elizabeth was one uh, of, uh, of uh, dozens of leaders, including state senators and assembly members in New Jersey who participated in the challenge spearheaded by the Jewish Federation of Greater Metro West in New Jersey, which essentially gave everybody, or they assigned for themselves, a $30 food budget for one week to try to understand, to better understand, what people on food stamps go through. A very important message this time of year. Rabbi Tights, as I mentioned earlier, uh, the JEC family continues to be among our greatest friends and supporters. I take this opportunity 
to wish you, your family, the extended JEC, RTMA, Brewery, a family, and everybody in Elizabeth, a Shana Tava Mutuka, happy, healthy, and sweet New Year. And as you said, all of us should, Bezrat Hashem, have the, whatever we need from the one above in the coming year. Amen. Same to you. Appreciate you joining us. A great lesson for all of us, to say the least. Rabbi David Goldwasser is set. His words, Zechanishmas are of Zebna of Yosef Halevi. Oh, before I, oh, I'll give you information. Five o'clock this Shabbos is the Shabbos Shuvah Drasha. Uh, from Rabbi Goldwasser. I'll give you all that information coming up. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Erev Rosh Hashanah is the last day of the year. Chazal tell us that whoever does tshuva one day a year, it is considered as if he did tshuva the whole year. We are noeg. We are accustomed that Erev Rosh Hashanah, we wake up especially early, say slichos and vidoy. When doing tshuva, one should put the emphasis not wait until Erev Yom Kippur to ask Mechila, forgiveness from our friends. The entire day of Erev Rosh Hashanah, one should be involved in learning Torah, doing mitzvahs and chesed. The last day of the year is a time when we have the power to correct our deficiencies of the entire year. The Chidush Yarim says it's possible to do tshuva on Erev Rosh Hashanah for the entire past year, our sages tell us in Maseches Rosh Hashanah that one day in the year is considered a year. Furthermore, we learn in Psachim, Miksas Hayoim Kekuloi, that part of the day is considered as the entire day. Therefore, if in the few hours of the last day of the year we do tshuva, and that day is considered a year, then it will be considered as if we have done tshuva throughout the entire year. During Mincha, on Erev Rosh Hashanah, we say our very last tefillah for the previous year. We ask Hashem in Shemon Esrei, Boreicholeinu Hashem Elokeinu as Hashon Azois. Bless for us Hashem this year. One can ask the question, in only a few minutes, the year will be over. Why do we ask Hashem to bless Shona Hazois this year? The great tzaddik, the Sar Shalom of Bells, explains, Yeshua Hashem keherafayin. The salvation of Hashem is as quick as the blink of an eye. Even the last few minutes of the year still have the title, This Year. And in those last few moments, our salvation can arrive. I would like to take this opportunity to wish everyone a ksiva v'chasima tova, a shona tova musuka, a very good, sweet, and healthy year. Erev Rosh Hashanah is the last day of the year. Jam in the AM. Well, our El show for blowing ended with a, a little bit of a glitch there. Uh, but am I... My hope for everybody is that Thursday, the first day of Yom Tov, and Friday, the second day of Yom Tov, the chauffeur blowing goes as smoothly as possible. Um, and I want to thank those who have reminded me every day during Elul. We don't do it tomorrow, so I want to thank those who have always reminded me over the last month about the Elul chauffeur blowing. It is a big help, I can tell you that much. And my thanks to my Goldwasser, a happy, healthy, and sweet new year. To Rabbi Goldwasser and his entire family, he has been... Uh, with this radio station longer than I have. That's not an exaggeration, it's a fact. 
and has been uh, spreading words of Torah for over three decades in this amazing capacity, and I thank him. And he has been uh, one of the backbones of our expanded program, whatever we need uh, at any point during the day or night on our stream or uh, on JM and the AM. He's always there for us. This coming Shabbos is the Shabbos Shuvah Drusha in Brooklyn being delivered by Goldwasser starting at 5 p.m. at the Shulamit School, 1277 East 14th Street in Brooklyn, New York. It starts at 5 o'clock. It's in memory of Gilad Naftali and Ayal, whose uh, murderers were were found and taken out by the Israeli uh, authorities earlier today. And it's dedicated to the uh, Rufuah Shlema of all the wounded Chayalim. There'll be a Tehillim uh, at the Shabbat Drasha, led by Michal Przansky. <coughs> Again, joined her by Goldwasser on the third of the three-day Yantif, this coming Shabbat Shabbat in Brooklyn, New York. 25 minutes before 8 o'clock, it's Tuesday at JM in the AM. A big thank you to everybody who came out to the rally yesterday at Lincoln Center. Really incredible um, response. A lot of good press coverage for those who were protesting the death of Klinghoffer. Again, a, a big thank you to everybody who participated. Mayanot Yeshiva High School for Girls has uh, what has turned out to be an amazing annual community event. It is a community Yom Iyun happening this coming Sunday, Tzom Gedalia, beginning at 9.30 in the morning. Men and women are invited the keynote speaker, Mrs. Leah Herzog, a distinguished panel of um, a really incredible presenters for Sunday, including Ms. Ilana Flamenhoft, who is the uh, assistant principal for student life at Mayanot Yeshiva High School and joins us live via telephone from Teaneck, New Jersey. Ms. F., welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nahum. It's so nice to be able to call in. Thanks for letting me. A hundred percent. Nice to have you on. All right, so this has turned into, um, you know, some of these annual events just take off and become, you know, happenings in the community every year. That's what's happened with the Mayanot Yom Iyun. And why has this proven to be such a success year after year? I think it's a time of year where everybody is looking to find um, ways to connect to Hashem, learn extra Torah, and add some meaning to their life. And the Mayano community, Yomi Yun, is one of those ways to do it. And it's also nice to have something that you know is going to happen that's reliable. It's been going on for over a decade. Wow. And instead of always having to look and hope that there's something new and where is it going to be, you know that the Sunday between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, they'll be learning at Mayanot on that Sunday morning. And this time around, again, it's Som Gedalia, which I guess, uh, after all the inspiration of Rosh Hashanah and Shabbat Shuvah, just keeps on going by coming on Sunday to the Yom Iyun. Exactly, and you don't have any bat mitzvahs or bar mitzvahs <laughs> or anything to compete, so we're expecting to have a large turnout. Very good. I didn't even think of that advantage. You're right, a big community advantage. It happens for three hours, 9.30. It starts on Sunday. Everybody's welcome. Tell me about the keynote speaker, Mrs. Leah Herzog. So Mrs. Leah Herzog has been a Tanakh teacher in my note for years. She is beloved by her students, and her skills at teaching Tanakh are too many to mention, whether it's her ability to un- unlock the text to her students or weave a cohesive whole of all of Torah and bind it together in a way that makes it interesting and meaningful and inspiring. Her students miss her when they don't get to have her again. She's really one of our true gems. Now, the, the list of people, 
uh, including your principal, Mrs. Rifka Kahan, uh, that are presenting on Sunday is a long list with some amazing titles. Is all uh, meaning not not the personal titles, meaning uh, titles of their lectures. Uh, is all this available online? Can people go and check what uh, they can hear on Sunday? Yes, I do believe that when the Yomi Yon is over, it will be available online. No, I'm talking about it might an ad- not be available that day. No, I'm saying in advance. Uh, that I'm, is the plan. I'm saying in advance. Can people see that? Oh, it's the- not going to be available in advance, unfortunately. No, no. no, meaning the titles, the actual title. Yes, it right. is already on the website. That's. Yes. That's what I was getting at. So anybody wants to check it out can go to myanote.org. That's myanote.org, and you'll see not only the presenters, but you'll see all the very interesting titles of their lectures. They'll be exactly, the- some of the lectures are about Silah. Some of the lectures are about Jewish history. Some of the lectures are about Sefer Yonah. Some of the lectures are about Shuva in general. There's really a lot that is offered to the community, and everybody could probably find something that they're specifically interested in and want to learn more about. It's probably the only Yom Iyun that will include both the Book of Yonah and Finding Nemo in the same title. Exactly. That's my <laughs> personal favorite as well from Mrs. Yael Wild. Pinocchio, Finding Nemo in the Book of Yonah, Life Lessons from the Belly of the Fish to God. That one caught my eye as well. <laughs> I already told Mrs. Wild that I hope to be able to go to her shear. Ms. Ilana Flamenhaft is here, Assistant Principal over at Maya No, What's your title for Sunday? What are you going to be speaking about? So mine is definitely not as exciting as Mrs. Wilde's. I'm talking about, will Hashem accept tshuva from just anybody? All right. Some people would say that's exciting. Come on. <laughs> right. Well, it's an important question to ask as we uh, go into Yom Kippur. And, you know, a lot of us might not have had the most stellar year. So it's a good thing to uh, have to think about. Well, it sounds... But, um, what's nice about the community, Yom Yun, is that it's just one of many programs that my note does that we're constantly trying to offer learning programs to the community. Every Thursday in my notes, starting after Sukkot, is an adult education shear for the entire year. Um, and that's just another example of the ways that my note is offering learning um, during the year for adults. And you're actually, um, actually going to be the person teaching the October and November sessions, right? I am actually the one teaching the uh, October-November session, Ezra Nechemia, Chagai, and Zacharia, the Forgotten Nevi'im. Wow. So I'm doing the first series, and then Rabbi Zev Prince is taking over in December with Ketav Kabbalah, the story of the Sidra, as told by the sages of the Talmud. But basically there isn't going to be a Thursday of the year where there isn't learning available for adults in the community. Yeah, that literally... And that's just something that Mino cares a lot about. That literally goes till June, so anybody wants to be part of it, they, they, as you just said, on a weekly basis, they can go to Mayanote and enjoy that every single Thursday. Ms. Ilana Flamenhoft is with us uh, via telephone. The community Yom Iyun is Sunday. The, uh, uh, the Mayanote Continuing Education, again, October the 23rd. Uh, she'll be speaking about Ezra, Nehemiah, Chagai, and Zechariah, the Forgotten Nevi'im, in a five-part series that starts on the 23rd of October, and that begins at uh, 10 a.m. And uh, people like Ray Prince and Mrs. Herzog, who we said, and Mrs. Kahan, their principal, and Dr. Yaish are all going to be participating in that adult ed program between now and June. Anything else we need to know that's happening at Mayanot aside from these two developments? Yes, there are actually a lot. We actually have a lot of things going on for the community and reasons why people should be checking out the website. We started something this year that we never had before, an adult ulpan. Um, the uh, response was overwhelming, and we may even have to have a second one. Our, the other assistant principal for academic life, Mrs. Tamara Pell, teaches it every Tuesday. And parents from my note and members of the community come every Tuesday night to improve their Hebrew. 
So we started something new, and it's really booming. Um, adults, not just their kids who are going to Israel for the year, really want to improve their Hebrew, and it's really successful. All right, very nice. And Could people still join that at this point? So unfortunately, at this point, it's closed. Okay. We need to keep the class at a certain size in order for everybody to really be able to improve their skill. But hopefully, because it was so successful, we'll have another one. More. And then everyone has to keep their eyes out for the ads and sign up. Yeah, I would imagine. When we offer another one. I would but it's just another example of the kind of things that MyNote's doing. We believe in learning. We love the way that our students and our teachers learn, and we want to make that available to adults in the community. All right, it's a Tuesday night adult upon, as you just mentioned. The uh, people should pay careful attention. There's no doubt with the success of it, it's going to be repeated at some point. Uh, adult at every Thursday. And all this is open to both men and women in the community, right? Everybody's invited to come to all these programs. Exactly, exactly. It's open to both men and women. Uh, community Yom Iyun is this coming Sunday. It's Om Gedalia. I do think you expect standing room only on Sunday, right? That is correct. We always do. And Mrs. Leia Herzog is the keynote speaker. And as we said, distinguished members of the faculty, including the principal, Mrs. Rifka Kahan, are all going to be presenting this coming Sunday. The event Sunday, by the way, is sponsored by the Stamen family in commemoration of the art site of Mr. Stamen's father, Shalom Tzvi ben Aaron. We should mention that. That's Shalom Stamen. And uh, any information you need, you can go to the website at mayanote.org. Again, that's mayanote.org. Ms. F, anything you want to add? Um, I want to thank you so much for having us on, and I just want to encourage people to realize that there's a lot going on at my note that's not just for the students, and to constantly check our website and see what's available and know that there's learning out there for everybody. 100%. The adults should take advantage of it, and this Sunday is a golden opportunity to start just that. Good luck Sunday. I'm sure it'll be a major success. Okay, thanks so much. And a happy, healthy, and sweet New Year to you and everybody at Maya Note. The Yom Iyun is Sunday. Tzom Gedalia, everybody. Starts 9.30 in the morning, just part of Maya Note's continuing education's uh, programs that they do for adults. They are not just uh, educating our children. They're also educating and continuing to educate adults in our community who take advantage of their offers. And this coming Sunday, as we said, is a golden opportunity starting at 9.30 in the morning at 1650 Palisade Avenue in Teaneck, New Jersey. A quarter before 8 o'clock, it's Tuesday at JM in the AM. As we continue at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmintheam.org. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. 
called Die from Revi Schwebel from the brand new Inscribed CD. Great collection of music for this time of year. Unbelievable. Some un- unbelievable Rosh Hashanah selections. J.M. and the A.M. on a Tuesday morning with 50 degrees, mostly sunny, a high temperature of 72. Don't forget at 9 o'clock this morning, Eastern Time, right after J.M. and the A.M., 
Uh, Ellie Hagler is going to be hosting this week's edition of the OU Jewish Reaction Show. I'll have a chance to um, converse during the program. Um, there we go. I'll have a chance to converse during the program. With her by Simon Posner, executive editor of OU Press. They'll talk about the different publications that are available as we approach Rosh Hashanah and the Aserisimei Tshuva. The compilation of the Rav's Chumash is going to be discussed. And if you would like an opportunity to win the bracious volume of the Rav's Chumash, send an email to Ellie, E-L-I, at NahumSiegel.com. Ellie, E-L-I, at NahumSiegel.com, and you have a chance to win... One of the copies of the uh, Rav's Chumash. Coming up, R.E.A. Lightstone at 10 o'clock with Tech Talk. We'll have an in-depth conversation about protecting your intellectual property with Nathan Renoff, associate at an international law firm specializing in intellectual property. That is coming up uh, at 10 o'clock this morning. And then ZK is going to be hosting a Tuesday live lunch in advance of the brand new year. That happens today between uh, 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. Eastern Time. So you always want to make sure that you have the NSN app, where, by the way, I remind you, you can comment on the home screen at any point you wish uh, as you listen to our programming. Uh, the NSN app for Android or iPhone or uh, online on our website or on your laptop or the listen line. All the different options of how to tune into jmnam.org. Uh, if you haven't liked our Facebook update page, which is simply entitled Nahum Siegel Network, make sure to do so. Make sure to like the Facebook update page. It is simply entitled Nahum Siegel Network. And you'll be glad you did. You'll be up to date on everything that's happening. Who wouldn't, who wouldn't want to be up to date? One of the great desires of life to always be up to date. Uh, we have Miami concert information. Yeah, I was sent some information last night. Apparently, the concert event of the year is going to be Miami and Freed in a show called Besimcha Rabbah. Yerachmiel Begun, Miami Boys Choir, and Avremel are together Monday night, Cholomoid, at the Millennium Theater in Brooklyn, New York. Yoeli Greenfeld... Uh, the Zmiros Choir, Shirenu Orchestra, all going to be part of the event. Tickets are at jewishtickets.com. High Tech has them in Borough Park. Eichler's has them in Flatbush. Judaica Plus has them in the five towns. You can go to jewishtickets.com. It's Monday Cholomoid with Miami and Avremo at the Millennium Theater in Brooklyn. I believe that's our first official major Cholomoid announcement. Am I right? I believe so. I think it's the first official Major Cholomoid announcement. Want to wish a happy birthday to Ranone Mann in Teaneck, New Jersey. Happy birthday, Dr. Ranone, from all of us here at JM in the AM. Oh, and by the way, I emailed Schleimi Eichler yesterday. I mentioned that um, when he was with us on Thursday, he said there's an easy blowing chauffeur that's now available. Literally, a real chauffeur, not plastic. A real chauffeur that now has been created so that one can blow it with ease. I'm looking for it. And have not found it yet, but I just emailed him, and hopefully he'll send us details on that show. For I want to read about it and uh, tell you about it because uh, hey, that could be revolutionary in the world of uh, ballet takia. That that really would be revolutionary. So we'll see if he um, gets back to us today. Otherwise, we'll try to let you know before Rosh Hashanah 
about the easy blow chauffeur, <laughs> which is, uh, the concept in itself is pretty remarkable. Talk about beating the system, huh? JM and the AM at a minute before 8 o'clock on this Tuesday. This is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Here's what Slichus with Yehuda Green sounded like very early Sunday morning.
Vafilu selection uh, done on the Ben Melech CD recent release here at JM in the AM. Uh, 12 minutes after 8 o'clock. Good morning, all. Happy, healthy, and sweet new year to everybody. 
As we get set for tomorrow's program, Erev Rosh Hashanah, that is my uh, anniversary here at JMVM. I began Wednesday, Erev Rosh Hashanah, back in 1983, so I guess that would make 31 complete years as of tomorrow. Wow, that's pretty amazing. Thank God. I publicly thank God for that. Um, I want to remind everybody that 9 at 9 takes place tonight. You have a chance to vote for any of the brand new material, anything that's on the list, or write in your own vote. Go to the 9 at 9 link at the top of NahumSiegel.com, and uh, Yossi's Y is going to be counting down the top 9 at 9. Shy vote. Wow, he has six NYBC songs up there. Wow. That's a lot. Let's see what else is up on the list for the 9 at 9. Uh, the la- a lot of stuff off the Shlomo Yehuda Rechnet CD. Uh, something from Nachas, some Simcha Liner material. Lenny Solomon's still in there. The Maccabees still in there. Benny Friedman. I mentioned NYBC. Barry Weber has a couple. A lot of great material. If you haven't voted yet for the top 9 at 9, it uh, counts down the 9 top songs of the week based on your votes. And it happens tonight at 9 p.m. Make sure to do it now. Go to the top at NahumSiegel.com. You'll see the 9 at 9 link. Don't forget Ellie Hagler, who has an amazing program coming up at 9 o'clock this morning about the OU Press and some of the incredible material they have released for this time of year. Uh, if you want to win the uh, Chumash Bracious from the Rav, the Rav's Chumash Bracious uh, distributed and published by OU Press, send an email, ellie at NahumSiegel.com, ellie, E-L-I, at NahumSiegel.com. You'll be entered to win. Good luck on that. Uh, Arye Lightstone coming up with the Tech Talk at 10 o'clock on our stream on the issue of intellectual property. That's going to be happening on our stream at 10 a.m. this morning before the live lunch. Got a, a note from listener Sina. Uh, Mazel Tov to our great nephew, David Zelig Boim of Woodmere. I'm becoming a bar mitzvah. David, it was wonderful to share in your celebration we know we'll continue to see great things from you. Mazlov to grandparents Stanley and Joyce Boim of Harno for by Shimon and Hannah Lawrence of Staten Island. Extra special Mazlov to the great grandparents Mrs. Clara Klein of Brooklyn and Mr. Lou Lawrence of North Miami Beach. And Achron Achron Chaviv, she writes, Yermi, you said that you follow me on Nahum Siegel, among other places, so you better be listening. <laughs> it was an amazing simcha from start to finish. Mazaltov to you and Rivka continued Nachash. From David Zelig and all your children comes from Aunt Sina and Uncle Ira. And I'm going to take this chance to wish Sina and Ira a uh, happy, healthy, and sweet new year from all of us here at JM and the AM. They are among the listeners that really keep us on our toes and make sure to monitor everything that's going on here on a regular basis. That's for sure. Um, so someone just asked on our uh, on our NSN app about the song we just played. So Va'afilu is a very popular song. The one we did is a Barry Weber from the brand new CD entitled Ben Melech. But someone asks on our app if there are other versions of the song, and we know of at least Chaim Yisrael, Benny Friedman, um, Yaeli Klein, the original. Uh, Barry Weber and many others. There are many others. That, that song has been duplicated, has been covered many, many times over the last few weeks. And if you just search for it, you'll come up with a lot of different options of who to hear sing it. Uh, the Barry Weber one is among our favorites. Really done well, arranged beautifully. So, um, we put that on for you here at JM and the AM. 16 minutes after 8 o'clock, the news of the day, of course. 
is that um, the United States and five Arab allies have launched a wide-ranging air campaign against ISIS, the Islamic State, and at least one other extremist group in Syria. This happened early Tuesday. They're targeting, targeting the group's bases, training camps and checkpoints in at least four provinces, according to the United States military. Also, the um, the murderers, the kidnappers and murderers of... Um, our three precious teens, Gilad, Eyal, and Naftali, were taken out by Israeli forces in Hebron early this morning. Yeah, the year ends with a small measure of justice after the uh, final quarter of the year was dominated by the Abduction, the murder, the war, the unity, the concern from around the world for Israeli soldiers and those who defend and are actively fighting for the state of Israel. So the murderers have been taken out by Israeli forces. Let's hope it sends a message to those who proudly proclaim their allegiance to anti-Israel and anti-Semitic causes. JM and the AM at 18 minutes after 8 o'clock, I mentioned that there is a brand new CD entitled Inscribed, released by C.D. Eichler. It's got some amazing material for this time of year, including this at JM and the AM.
A single called Nachbasa done by Yossi Berger before that Ellie Scharf and Kuma off of the inscribed CD. 8.30 in the morning on a Tuesday. It's JM in the AM. Tomorrow we wrap up the year between 6 and 9 a.m. Ellie Hagler on at 9 o'clock this morning on our stream at jmtheam.org with the OU Jewish Reaction Show. If you want an opportunity to win the Rav Schumish from OU Press, you want to email Ellie Hagler. E-L-I at NahumSiegel.com, E-L-I at NahumSiegel.com, and you may win one of those prizes here at JM in the AM, or I should say JM in the AM.org. Um, well, I finally got a, I got the information. Um, I want to thank Schleimi Eichler. <laughs> he, he shed some light on this whole issue. Uh, Eichler's actually has a grading system. They have a chauffeur grading system. I'm not kidding. For those of you who know baseball cards or coins or stamps, you might be able to relate to this. Uh, they have a website, uh, they have a page, I should say, on their website that says chauffeurs made in Israel. And you can check them all out and see the different sizes, etc. So if it's a grade D, it's the least quality and it's the hardest to blow. If it's grade C, it's difficult to blow. If it's grade B, it's not so easy to blow. If it's grade A, it's good quality and less easy to blow. If it's grade A minus, it's very good quality, clear, smooth sound and easy to blow. And if it's grade A plus, best quality, clear, smooth sound and the easiest to blow. So now these chauffeurs, and I thank Schleimi Eichler for getting me this information. Now these chauffeurs have a grading system. What will your Baltokea be using tomorrow? Will he be using the, uh, not tomorrow, uh, Thursday. Will he be using the grade A? The grade A plus? Will he really risk things? Risk staying in shul till late afternoon by using a grade D chauffeur? So that's the uh, information we got. I want to thank everybody who came out to the rally yesterday at the Lincoln Center to protest the death of Klinghoffer. Kolakavod to everybody who was out there. And I thank those who uh, posted on Facebook. I mentioned this earlier. Uh, the different encounters that they had with, uh, with members of the, especially with members of the media. I noticed this during the rallies we were having during the summer. How it's so easy to tell the perspective of members of the media once you get into a one-minute conversation with them about the actual rally. So I appreciate those who uh, put up the uh, the information they got when speaking to members of the media who are covering the situation. want to remind everybody, as uh, Jason Katz reminded us yesterday, that United Hatzalah of Israel is partnering with New York Knicks' Amari Stoudemire for the upcoming NBA season. You have your chance to um, be part of the team that raises the most money for Amari Saves, and you'll be invited to attend the Nick game and meet Amari in person. AmariSaves.com basically pledge any amount per point that he'll be scoring this year. AmariSaves.com to benefit Hatzalah in Israel. That is a nice, uh, a nice cause, that's for sure. A Tzom Gedaya Kinnis Chuva for men and women at the Bialystoker Synagogue this coming Sunday afternoon. 
Program will begin at 5 p.m. on Som Gedalia. Information, you can contact the Bialystoker, the Eastside Tourist Center, or the Young Israel Synagogue. A reminder that Just One Life presents an evening of inspiration for men and women, their 25th annual Kinnis Chuva with Rabbi Yisachar Friend on Tuesday night, a week from tonight, 8 p.m. at the Young Israel of Flatbush, 1012 Avenue I in Brooklyn, New York, or justonelife.org for information, justonelife.org for all the information on that. The VIP Chevron Cholomoid Sukkis celebration is happening Sunday and Monday in Israel. Those of you who are going to be in Israel for Sukkis, uh, Mordechai Ben David in concert on Sunday, Cholomoid. Uh, that would be um, that would be the third day of Cholomoid in Israel, the second day of Cholomoid, Shabbos, and then Sunday for those who uh, who keep two days of Yontif. So again, it's Sunday Cholomoid Chevron concert featuring Mordechai Ben David. Uh, information about all of this, you can contact the Chevron Fund, Hebron. Fund.org, HebronFund.org, and they're getting ready to welcome everybody to the holy city of Hebron for a great Sukkot celebration. Speaking of Hebron, that's where the Israeli uh, military took out and eliminated the two kidnappers slash murderers uh, from this past summer. They are now gone. We start the new year with two less of the enemy in this world of ours. And um, as we mentioned earlier, Rabbi Goldwasser and I'm sure many others are dedicating their words this Shabbos Shuva to the memory of the three boys and for a Shlema to those who serve in the IDF who were injured during the uh, Operation Protective Edge. JM and the AM, brand new with Yankee Lemmer.
today. I know my kingdom awaits, and they've forgiven my mistakes. I'm coming home.
Sheer double CD. Why you Maccabees with Home, that amazing uh, brand new single that has such a great video attached to it. Uh, Yankee Lemmer, brand new from It Is Shabbos with Yadid Nefesh, Cantor Yankee Lemmer, here at JM the AM. Mostly sunny with a high of 72. It's Tuesday at JM the AM. Tomorrow is Erev Rosh Hashanah. Wishing everybody a happy, healthy, and sweet new year. Hope you're able to join us tomorrow as we um, present our final program of the week and of the year. As Rosh Hashanah takes place Thursday and Friday, we'll be off the air Thursday and Friday. There'll be other uh, programming here at WFMU. And we'll get things started again on the web uh, during the weekend. Don't forget, Ellie Hagler is next with a look at OU Press and some of the amazing things they have for the high holidays. If you want to have a chance to win the uh, Rubs Chumish Bracious, um, you could email Ellie at NahumSiegel.com, E-L-I at NahumSiegel.com to get in on that. R.E.A. Lightstone with Tech Talk on the uh, issue of intellectual property coming up between 10 and 11 this morning on our stream. And then at 11 o'clock, ZK conducts a live lunch. Uh, that's from 11 until 1 o'clock. And uh, that happens on our stream at jmandtheam.org. Don't forget the 9 at 9 is tonight. Make sure to vote for the top 9 at 9. Yossi Zwag will count down the top nine songs of the week based on your votes. Go to the 9 at 9 link at the very top at AlchemSiegel.com and you can participate in this evening's 9 at 9.
Barry Weber, speaking of the night at nine, a song that made it into the countdown last week. Barry Weber with Heiliger Bashefer at JM in the AM. That's Barry Weber. Sholi wraps up a Tuesday at JM in the AM.
with his version of Hashem Melech. Tomorrow's era of Rosh Hashanah. I will uh, celebrate my 31st anniversary at this radio station tomorrow morning. Started Wednesday, era of Rosh Hashanah, back in 1983, believe it or not. Uh, make sure to be tuned in between 6 and 9. Coming up next on jmnam.org, Ellie Hagler. He'll discuss the Rovs Chumish and other publications of OU Press. Arye Lightstone coming up at 10 o'clock. We'll have an hour on intellectual property. And 11 until 1, ZK is conducting a live lunch on our stream today at jmnam.org. Achim Israel and Achim Achem, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. And that'll wrap up a Tuesday morning broadcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget, Yassi's Wag has the 9 at 9 tonight, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on the stream at jmtheam.org. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.